Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy and we have a really exciting day today. Um, so we have another incredible launch and behind the scenes, Align by Design has really been focusing on how can we help develop your own personal alignment, your own personal power, and what are the different ways that we can support you guys in your own journey of alignment through your design. So with that, we have an incredible offer that we are launching today, and it's all in Libby's hands, her beautiful guidance, and allowing her to really work closely with you guys in an incredible masterclass. So this episode today is from her free masterclass that we did Um a little while ago that was inside a line by design. So you're going to get to re-listen to that. And from there, she is going to do a little intro right now about what her paid masterclass is about and how you can seek her support in your own personal alignment. And we're so excited. So cannot wait. You guys um, reach out if you would like to join, if you would like um, to hop into our private Facebook group, Align by Design, you can do that too, or reach out to us on Instagram. Sending you so much love. Have the best day and take it away, Lizzie. Hey guys, Libby here. I'm so excited to be bringing you this new masterclass define your power. It's going to be all about unlocking the power of your human design. So we'll be diving in to all nine energy centers and what each means for you, meaning where your strength and where your wisdom comes from, whether you have undefined or defined centers. We're going to talk about growing awareness of your conditioning so you can really transmute that into power. And I'll also have an extra little goodie for you for creating your own strength and wisdom mantra to use as a simple and powerful tool for embodying your unique design on a daily basis. So I hope you can join me. I can't wait to see you. This is also going to be great if you've already had a human design reading and you need a refresher or also if you are new to human design, it will be appropriate for you as well. So everyone is welcome. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see you. So today's podcast episode is my Align by Design uh, masterclass in our group, on our in our Facebook group, and it's all about nurturing emotional intelligence and the strength and wisdom from the solar plexus. So I want to hear: Are you emotionally defined or not? Do you have emotional authority or not? Tag us on social and let us know. And I can't wait to hear how this resonates for you. Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. I'm so excited to be bringing you this masterclass on the solar plexus here in Align by Design. So, so excited. 
So first of all, I just want to say how amazing was Liz's masterclass yesterday for generators and Manny Jen. So awesome. Thank you, Liz. And I want to remind you guys to make sure that you are screenshotting and sharing for a chance to win a free reading. That is so exciting. I can't wait to see who wins. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Caitlin. Thanks for joining. So if you don't know me, um, I'm Libby Hoffman. I'm a team member at Align by Design, human design reader, and I'm a wife and a mom of two little boys who are also both emotional authorities. There are many gens with emotional authority. Hey, Liz. Hey, Margie. So, um, and I'm in West Virginia, so I'm on the East Coast of the US, and um, I'm just so excited and grateful to be here with you. Thanks for joining. Um, be sure to post if you are emotionally defined or undefined, let me know. And um, if you have any questions along the way, feel free to post the questions. I may not get to them right away. I'm gonna leave like the last five or 10 minutes for questions. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Hey Jess, hey Jessica. So um, really my intention for you is to understand the mechanics and the purpose of the solar plexus, which is our emotional center. Understand what it means for you personally in your unique design. Have practical ideas for embodying your innate emotional strength and wisdom so you can really nurture yourself and others in daily life and beyond. Right now, more than ever, we need that nurturing support while we are separated, but I'm still able to connect as one. So yay, Jessica. Okay, so um, first of all, I wanna give a little brief overview of human design because I know there's a lot of new faces here in the group. So um, human design is really the science of differentiation. So it combines ancient and modern sciences to allow the mapping of every individual's energetic DNA, okay? So your human design chart or body graph, that's what we call it in human design is a body graph. It's literally your energetic blueprint. <clears throat> so you can use this to know how you're created to impact and interact others most effectively and to make decisions with ease and confidence. It's about making your soul, your soul at home at the cellular level so you can live and love without fear, okay? So in your chart, I know a lot of you already have your charts, um, but if you're new, in your chart, you will see nine large shapes. Some are colored in, those are defined, and some are white, and those are undefined or open. These are called centers in human design, and they're kind of similar to chakras in other ancient systems. So for this workshop, we're going to focus on the solar plexus, the energetics of the solar plexus, and this is our emotional center. And it's the sideways triangle shape on the lower right side of your body graph. And you can go back to the post that I made last night if you're confused about that. I highlighted each area for you. So if it's brown, you have a defined solar plexus. If it's white with some red or black little lines coming from it, um, you have an undefined solar plexus. If the center is white and all the lines coming from it are also white, then that means you have a completely open solar plexus, okay? So a lot of times you might hear us say open 
and that's actually incorrect it's really you should be using open only if it's completely open with no definition at the gates but you might hear us say that interchangeably for undefined or open but just so you know that's the technical parts of it okay I'm gonna speak um, more on each definition in a little bit, but for now, just be aware of which definition you are, whether you're undefined or defined, and keep it in mind for later, okay? Okay, so um, Ra Uruhu, who is the founder of the Human Design System, said there was no other center with greater impact on the human population than the solar plexus. And really learning about the solar plexus center can clear up years of painful emotional patterns and conditioning, causing us to avoid confrontation and truth. And um, it can really create compassion for ourselves and for others. You've probably heard me say this before, but knowledge equals intimacy, which equals love, right? So the more we can learn and get intimate with ourselves and with others, then that is where love grows. In our bodies, um, the solar, yes, totally Casey, yeah. So in our bodies, the solar plexus is the center of emotional awareness. It's the potential for a developing spirit awareness and it acts as an energetic motor. And so it acts as a motor through these specific emotional waves, which control the depth of our emotions. So high and low. These cycles can be influenced by our experiences, but they're inherently chemical processes only. So there's not necessarily a reason for your highs or lows if you have a defined solar plexus. And I know that can be really challenging to grasp because you know we're always, conditioned to think like you're happy because of this experience or this happening or you're sad because of this but that's really not correct there there most likely is not a reason and that's one of the deconditioning things that you can start doing is to just release that need to label your emotions and have a reason for your emotions okay if you're defined so through the movement in the solar plexus that wave pattern we experience fear as nervousness it's a nervous kind of energy so its function is to allow us to experience that full spectrum of emotions moods desires and sensitivities so it's here for us it's giving us the strength or wisdom that we need okay to um to harmonize all of our energies okay so each gate which are the numbered lines, the little um, lines coming from the solar plexus in the solar plexus center, each gate contains a specific type of nervous energy. In a personal reading, I would go into more detail about which um, gates and channels are relevant for you, specifically for your design, and really look at it um, holistically with your entire body graph, so taking into account um, your type and your authority as well. But for this masterclass, I will be sticking to the overview of just the channels only. And so you can get um, an awareness of how the channels um, work. Okay. <clears throat> as our body's youngest awareness center, the solar plexus center is still developing. It's not fully developed. So we are just beginning as a collective to really understand what emotional awareness is 
and to see that potential for spirit awareness. About 50% of the world population is defined and about 50% is undefined. So this is part of our evolution and it's really important for us as a collective, the way we harmonize with each other. We're all in this together, okay? Um, each center in human design has a biological correlation. And for the solar plexus, it's the kidneys, the prostate, the pancreas, the central nervous system, and the lungs. So people who have trouble dealing with their emotions, like keeping it balled up inside, not properly releasing them, um, and that can be with any type of definition, whether you're defined or undefined emotionally. Um, you may have problems in these organs or systems. So you may have a lot of excess water retention or weight gain, or you might have heightened asthma, um, exacerbated central nervous system conditions like Bell's palsy, things like that that are caused typically caused by stress may actually be um, a symptom of an unhealthy solar plexus. Hey, Morgan. So let's talk about what this means for you and your unique design. I want to make clear that anywhere on your chart that is open or undefined is not an absence of energy. Okay, we each have the energy present in our bodies in all aspects of your body graph. Okay, so undefined or open just means that the energy is inconsistent for you, okay? And then defined means the energy is consistent or fixed for you, okay? So please remember that. Um, there, and because of this, there are healthy and unhealthy expressions for each type of definition, so defined or undefined. The pendulum can swing either way, okay? So, um, one last thing is just because you see a lot of color in a chart or definition does not mean that there is more power, okay? Or if you see a lot of openness, that doesn't mean that you have a weak design, okay? It's just what is and harmonizing your strength, which is where you're defined, with your wisdom, which is where you're undefined or open, is what brings the power to your design and as you're living and embodying your design, okay? All right, so I'm gonna start with undefined solar plexus, so listen up, and then definitely stick around for when I go through the defined, you're gonna hear why. Hey, Helen! So if you have an undefined solar plexus, then you are designed to be naturally cool on your own emotionally. And on your own is the key, okay? Because you don't innately experience that consistent energy of the specific emotional waves, the highs and the lows. Um, you take in and you amplify the emotional waves of others and your environment. So it's important for you to know and accept that any of those extreme experiences are not yours. And that can be really hard to accept at first because you do feel those emotions from others so deeply. You are so um, open here that all of that consistent energy from others is coming in all the time, right? So you can be highly emotionally empathic. Um, so that's what makes it hard to determine if emotions, those highs and lows are really yours or you're just taking that in from others. 
your design to take in that emotional energy field for information only, okay? So you want to let it come in, observe it, and gain wisdom from it, learn from it, and then let it flow out. That is the process that you want to always be going through and not letting that energy come in and stagnate or letting yourself identify too much with it or attach yourself to it, thinking that it's your emotion, okay? Because then you're not going to gain um, the wisdom from it. You're not going to learn from it if you think that it's yours. So your goal is to gain wisdom from experiencing the consistent emotional ways of others and not without attaching yourself to the experience, okay? So here are my best practical tips for honoring your undefined or open um, solar plexus center. Number one, know your loved one's solar plexus definition. That way you can recognize their patterns and know what kinds of conditioning you can prepare yourself for. So if you have some magnetic gates that complete a channel when it's combined with the people that are closest to you, then you're going to experience that emotional wave consistently because of the magnetism and you're going to be more deeply conditioned by it. Okay. And then that's going to be a pattern that you want to watch out for is that um, when you're constantly feeling that energy, you're going to think that it's yours, right? And then when you're alone, you're going to hold on to it naturally, but you don't want to do that. You want to be able to release it. So if you can recognize it, that's the first step to being able to release it. Okay. And then number two is to keep track of your triggers. So you can journal or make note of highs and lows and how long they last. And this way you can give yourself grace and space every day to release the emotional conditioning of others. If you know, um, you know, how long it takes you to release that um, conditioning and those emotions from others. So take at least 20 to 30 minutes to empty out and you can experiment with this. So experiment with how much time you need to feel alone to feel even keel again and that way it will help you prepare so if you know like you're gonna go on a girls weekend or and be around like emotionally defined people all weekend you probably want to take like all monday off and be alone so that you can really get back to your even keel place and to know for sure that you are in a good spot to start your week off at a fresh Place and not be emotionally charged. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> number three is to accept the waves of others. Okay. I know that's really hard. Um, Casey says not really phased by others feelings anymore. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good to be, um, a little detached. Um, but we don't also want to become too detached because then, um, that's still avoiding, okay? So just walk that fine line between um, avoiding and then giving into the pressure to fix. That's what you don't wanna do, is to pressure yourself to fix it because it's not yours to fix. The emotional waves of defined solar plexus um, people are for themselves. They give them strength. They're adding an extra lens of perspective for them, okay? So when you feel that others are experiencing intense emotions, simply ask them how you can support them. Don't try not to ask people 
what's wrong because again there may not be a reason they might just be going through a wave they're probably just going through a wave so there's no need to ask what's wrong just say you know can i support you right now do you need something right now from me is there a way that i can um help you through this wave okay um just keep an, a neutral attitude toward all emotions so this means not labeling them good or bad or again, attaching a reason to them. Yeah, Vanessa asking what's wrong. Yeah, because you you do, because you feel this so deeply, it's just natural for you to be like, what's wrong? Like, how can I fix it? How can I make it go away kind of thing? But just know that for you, you're experiencing it um, at an amplified state um, because you have that openness. And for them, they, need to go through it it's essential that their body goes through it for them so that they can draw the strength from it okay so um, number four is to use your strategy and authority to decide if and when you need to confront others okay so even if you feel this pressure to ask people what's wrong which you don't want to be saying but if you feel that um pressure to interact with someone that you know is in a wave you always want to use your strategy and authority for confronting them because you don't want to just allow that pressure to help make that decision for you to, to interact with them okay um erica Michelle, yes You feel powerless and feel the need to do in order to move through it. Yeah, and I will go into this more of um, how to combat that conditioning of with the defined solar plexus. I'm sitting here nodding, Casey, good. Okay, yeah, that's awesome, Jess. Great job, awesome, awesome. Okay, so again, we always say this, say this and it's because it's the total truth go back to your strategy and authority any time in your life no matter what it is if you are feeling all this pressure if you're feeling a lot of anxiety if you're feeling a lot of nervousness no matter what the feeling is go back to your strategy and authority check in with the signature of your alignment or that not self theme and there's one for each type and that is your guidepost just like liz liz talked about this yesterday that's always your guidepost um it's not good or bad but for example as a generator to be frustrated or to be satisfied it's just those two guideposts to know if you're living in alignment or if you need to check in and do some work okay all right so next we have the defined solar plexus center and that is me so if you're one of those and my two boys i'm with you on this um, and something that really um, connected me deeply with human design in general when I first started learning was the solar plexus center because throughout my whole life, I have felt that my emotions are here to be a strength and to give me this extra perspective and to give me this lens to see life and it's another layer of our uniqueness right and i always felt kind of like bad for that like thinking oh well 
you know, I shouldn't enjoy, not that I enjoy being sad, but I always felt like there was a reason for the lows and the highs. And um, knowing that there is, and it is for our greatest good to feel this, to feel the highs and lows and to use them as a strength, um, was a huge validation for how I felt like my whole life. So, um, with your defined solar plexus, you are naturally designed to experience that consistent energy of one or more of the three main emotional wave patterns. The waves are experienced as a cyclical nervous type of fear, as I said. So it's like from hope to pain or from expectation to disappointment or from joy to despair. These highs and lows should just be seen as cyclical patterns, not positive or negative. And um, your wave or waves, because you can have more than one, and depends on which gates and channels are defined on your chart, on your body graph. So first of all, so here's where you wanna know the numbers. Um, I'm gonna do the numbers and the name of the channels because that's important too, but it'd, it'd be easier for you to just see the numbers on your body graph. So first of all, this is for if you have channels um, 37 to 40, that's the channel of community, and or 19 to 49, that's the channel of synthesis, or channel 6 to 59, which is the channel of mating. So these are all technically tribal type of waves. And um, this energetic uh, theme for tribal channels is support. So it's all about giving and receiving support. First of all, this channel of mating, which is the six to 59 channel, it's really like the archetypal emotional pattern for humans. So it's kind of a little bit different than the other two tribal channels. Um, because it's, first of all, design focused on reproduction or intimacy. Okay, so it's like intimate or not intimate. That need to be. The pattern is more like a steady build and then it kind of stalls. So it's just kind of there or it's not there. So it's more like a diaphragm, like that's there or just not there. It doesn't really go like super low. It doesn't have this like deep crash. Um, so it builds or expands and then the energy just kind of dissipates without spiking down. So it's a steadier, more even movement back and forth than like this wave pattern, okay? And then channel of synthesis, I just saw Shannon said that. Yes, that's awesome. That This is the one that I have as well. This is a design of being sensitive, okay? And then channel of community is 37 to 40. And this is a design of a part seeking a whole. Okay. So these two patterns or these two channels have the pattern that um, it's like a wooden roller coaster or like a ratchet that ratchets up or it ticks up as things as the wave builds and then it explodes at the top and then it falls and then it resets and it just starts that pattern all over again. So this can be felt, I feel this a lot like a level of impatience where um, as, it, as the wave is ticking up, it's where I feel like I'm being tested and tested and I can feel that emotional 
building until it reaches its limit, right? So it's kind of like if you have a child and that's like, mommy, 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 mommy. And you know, like, if you don't help them, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> you're going to get to that point where there's this explosion. Um, so with any, yes, yeah. Okay, so with any of these tribal wave patterns, touch and intimacy really helps to alleviate the extremes of the wave, okay? So hugs and physical signs of affection can communicate sympathy and hope and joy in more effective ways than even words can for people with the tribal wave. And I've experienced this a lot in my life where like you, you, I felt like I'm kind of at that limit point, right? And then someone can just give me a hug and then it's just like the biggest release. And then it just makes me like burst into tears and crying and anything that like expels water from your body. So like sweating, crying, um, using the bathroom, those are ways to alleviate, um, the emotional, um, response or the emotions from your body. So crying, um, sweating, it is really um, important for you to do those things if you're feeling like that's a way for you to get it moving through your body, okay? So for these tribal type of waves, practice observing your wave so you can know what your limit is. And that way, you can practice reaching out or um, asking for that physical touch or support or to retreat, to expel the energy through tears, sweat, etc., before you hit the limit. That is, that is the key, is to learn what your limit is so that it's not gonna go away. It's just gonna help um, put the brakes on so that there's not this explosion, so that there's more of this observation moment of clarity, right? So staying aligned with your type and authority, again, is also very helpful to regulate your highs and lows because it helps you expend that energy in a healthy way. If you're feeling satisfied as a generator, you're not going to have that, um, <clears throat> you're going to be having that healthy aura field and that's not going to put um, excess pressure on your emotional waves. So this is going to reduce burnout, which again helps alleviate the pressure on your emotional waves for any type. All right, let me just, how are you influenced by these channels if they are undefined, but your solar plexus is defined? Okay. I will talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Yes. All right. So next we have the individual wave. So this is um, the channel of openness, which is 12 to 20 is a design of a social being. So that is very on off type of emotion. And then your channel of emoting, which is 55 to 39. And this is a design of moodiness. So again, it's like this individual on off type of a wave. Anytime you have this individual channel type channel, it has an energetic theme of empowerment. Okay, so it's all about the individual. So passion is the emotional energy that moves here. It's like you do have passion or no, you're not in the mood. You don't have passion. The pattern is mostly flat with these unexpected spikes up and down from the middle. 
Okay, so it's very moody. The wave can be felt as a melancholy or indifference that seems to come and go without reason. It's a very individual type of a pattern. It's not a logical process, okay? So for you guys with these individual waves, you really want to honor your individual spikes and lows. That is crucial for emotional intelligence. Allow them to come and go because the tide will always change. Don't let yourself get caught up in that melancholy low place and thinking that, oh my gosh, I'm never going to like be inspired again. I'm never going to like be able to be creative again, or I'm never going to be in the mood to go out again. That's just um, not the right mindset that you want to be in. You want to be Oh, well, you just want to observe it more and be like, okay, right now it's this, and then it's going to be this. Just remember that the wave, just like the ocean waves, they're always going in and coming out and it will always be changing. Okay. Just give yourself grace to retreat when you need to just be alone and to let those emotions naturally run their course. It's actually really healthy for you to do this because if you force yourself if you're not in the mood if you're in a low or you're just not in the mood forcing yourself to pretend like you're in the mood or to be social or to do things that you really don't feel doing feel like doing <clears throat> actually is gonna um create is gonna amplify emotional chaos right because then it's gonna create um What's the word I'm looking for? Like animosity towards doing those things, towards being with those people because you're really not in the mood, right? So, and then on the flip side of that, if you do things or be um, social when you are in the mood, then that is when you're gonna have the best experiences, okay? So one of the things you can do is to create a safe space or a plan aligned with your um, design type and authority that you can retreat to during your lows. So you can just kind of like hide out and do your own thing until you're back at an even place. Okay. To make your decisions, right? So like for a generator that could be a, doing a certain thing, like Liz talked about like baking bread, like maybe you just have a bread baking day or you have a day when you go hiking by yourself, something like that, that can really move your sacral energy. Or if you're a projector, um, you can have a safe, a safe space in nature where that's your spot. When you're in that low and you don't feel like being around anyone, you still move through life um, supported and in your own individual way and allow that emotion to run its course and not just, um, you know, think the world is over and just let yourself dive too deep into that low. Okay. All right. The last one is the abstract wave. And this is, um, <clears throat> the channel of transitoriness, which is 36 to 35. It's a design of a Jack of all trades. And then the channel of recognition, which is gates 30 to 41. And it's a design of focused energy. With the collective channels, the energetic theme is sharing. Um, so the desire is the emotional energy that moves here. Okay, so you want to share or you don't want to share kind of thing. 
So with um, this type of abstract wave, the pattern is really inconsistent, but it shows steep inclines and then falls. And it's really about your emotional anticipation through experience, that buildup of what you think it's going to be like to the outcome. And then whether or not that outcome has been met for you or not. So you're always feeling the need for your expectations to be met. Okay. So that can cause the spikes if you have unrealistic expectations or you're kind of thinking too far ahead and kind of, you know, daydreaming too much about how, how you want things to go. And then when they don't go a certain way, then that's when you have that huge disappointment and that drop. Okay. That's what you want to, um, it's always going to be like that, like that need to have your expectations to be met. Cause that's kind of how you learn from the wave is like, um, through the experience, but you can still, um, ease the emotional challenge of this. So to ease that emotional challenge of these high spikes and crashes, practice focusing on the journey and not the outcome. Okay. Be open to your experiences as they unfold instead of setting these really high mental or emotional expectations of how they will go. Okay, so for example, if you're going on like a first date or a date with someone, don't spend all of your time like, oh my gosh, thinking about like what flowers he's going to bring you, he or she is going to give you, or like you know, how amazing the meal is going to be, like it's going to be the best steak you've ever had in your life or something like that. Just like get ready and, and take your time getting ready and being excited. Um, take your time like meeting them wherever you're meeting them. Like just observe what's going on around you when you get to the restaurant, just like whatever you order enjoy every bite of your meal and just let that let every moment be like the expectation and not this huge like um if one little thing happens then it's like ruined the whole date kind of thing okay I've always struggled my entire life with setting expectations yeah Michelle yes yeah Yes, exactly. And that's what, and so then you've just kind of wasted all of this time with like all of those mental and emotional expectations when you could have just been enjoying the experience this whole time, right? So <clears throat> be open to things as they unfold. And meditation is especially helpful for you to stay in the moment with one of these waves because it can really help you work that muscle of your mind to really focus on the present moment and to just be here now and to be open to just experiencing things as they happen, okay? Depending on the total definition in your chart, you have one of several inner authorities, which you probably already know, and your authority is what you can follow for decision-making. With a defined solar plexus, it's automatically your body's authority for making decisions with confidence and ease, okay? And I say body because we never want to be making decisions with our minds. Our minds are only for inspiration, knowledge, and awareness only, not for making decisions. Even if you're a mental projector, you know that 
Um, you're still getting that mind, the strength of your mind out and having that outer authority, right? From your sounding board and your voice. So making decisions with your emotional authority isn't about making them emotionally. It's not. It's quite the opposite. It's about seeing your choices through the many perspectives that those highs and lows give you. So it's kind of like when you have um, prescription glasses, right? If you put the glasses, you, you put, um, like when you're in your high, you um, have the rose-colored glasses on. Everything looks great and you're probably going to be like, yes, 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 to everything that comes through for you. And then there's those times when you're in the lows and the glasses that you have on are like foggy sunglasses. And you might say no to things that you could say yes because that low emotion is clouding your um, decision making or your authority even because emotions are very loud in our bodies. So what you want to wait for is that time when you are taking one pair of glasses off and you're gonna put the other pair on because even when you have these two pairs of glasses, there's always that time in the middle when you don't have one pair on because you're taking one off and then you have to put the other pair on. So that's that um, level of clarity that you kind of want to wait for to make your decisions. And you're never going to be 100% sure about your decisions because you're always going to have that memory of the rose colored glasses and the foggy glasses. And the, the longer you wait, oh, let me say, so if you can just get to like 60 to 70% sure, then that is good. That is correct for you to make your decision, okay? And then you always want to be, um, you know, going through at least a full wave to see a major decision through the rose-colored high and the foggy low so that you can really get the full perspective of how you feel through all of those to see if it is the correct way to um, commit your energy or to commit to a relationship etc so here are my best practical tips for embracing your emotional waves number one know your wave type that way you can recognize the pattern and know how to best honor your lows Number two, keep track of your wave. So again, journal or make note of the highs and lows and how long they last. This will help you increase awareness and preparedness for you and your loved ones. Because then if, they, if your undefined loved ones are like, how can I support you? You can know, oh, well, you know, this is, this is not going to last like even a full day. Like I, I just need to have the afternoon alone to myself. And then it's done. There doesn't have to be this whole chaotic moment of leave me alone like I don't know like go away type of thing right you're just gonna know how to deal with it number three accept your wave don't pressure yourself or others to fix it keep a neutral attitude toward all your emotions not labeling them good or bad it's just right now I'm sad right now I'm excited right now I'm nervous and take it as it comes Number four, give yourself grace and space to honor your lows. And again, in a personal reading, we would go into this a little deeper and I would give you more individualized tips for your specific wave, okay? And how to use um, the strength of your other areas to help you with your decision-making with your emotional 
authority. All right, so I'm just gonna go through the questions really quickly and see. How long do waves last, Michelle? Okay, so this is very individual. Okay, and that is um, what I just talked about. You wanna really experiment and see what, how it is for you. Um, I have myself personally realized that when I am really being emotionally intelligent and, um, you know, putting the brakes on when I know when I'm observing my limit, then it that helps it reset like almost immediately. And then it, I'm able to step back like with my mind and with my inner consciousness and just be like, okay, you can literally like feel and like see your wave kind of like inside yourself and be like, okay, I know. And then I just need to take like a five minute break or whatever. And you're going to know like what works the best for you and how long um, they last and what you need to do to to nurture yourself through that. Let's see, observe. Yes, exactly, Gloria. Can you talk about the line colors and lengths? Okay, so the colors, if it's black, it means on the channels or the gates. If it's black, it's conscious. So that means it was defined at the moment of your birth. If it's red, it's unconscious. So it's it's literally just your part of your unconscious body. So that was formed, that was imprinted when you're in the womb. So if it's red, <clears throat> especially for emotions, if you have a channel that's completely red, that means it's completely unconscious. So anywhere that you're unconsciously, only, only unconsciously defined, it can really um, be something that you're not aware of. So your emotions might come from like out of nowhere. You might not be able to um, fully um, have a full awareness of it, which again, just becomes another level of, of awareness, right? That you don't have like this fully um, connection to be aware of where it comes from. Okay, so that's going to be another reason for you to be um, even more reliant on your strategy and authority for making decisions and how the emotional authority actually works. Okay, um, <clears throat> as undefined, how can we best support those with defined? Just giving space, asking questions. Yeah, and just really remember using your authority, Vanessa. Uh, instead of that pressure to want to help. Okay, because we really don't need help. It's just, um, I, it's almost like um, we have to be the ones that gain the strength from them and not you. That's how you are going to gain your wisdom is letting us have our waves. I hope that helps. Any advice for a romantic partnership of manifestors, both with defined solar plexus, obviously emotional authority. Okay. Um, 
it really depends on what centers you have and like other magnetism and friendship in your body graphs like together um because for example if you have um, your heart center defined the heart center if you have any of the channels that are defined from this well from the solar plexus to the heart center the heart center is super like when it gets to that breaking point or it like needs a rest i've i've observed that it's like done <laughs> it's like okay i've done my work i'm done like i'm just done so it really needs that intentional break to like rest and recuperate okay and to not be overworked uh, my nephew is undefined with no channels what does that mean that means casey that he has an open solar plexus okay and um if you have an open solar plexus completely open it just means that there's no focus of conditioning for you because you're not going to be uh, for just the solar plexus it means you're not going to be um, super magnetized to any certain wave. So it can be, um, you can either, the, again, the pendulum can kind of swing either way, right? You can have be really healthy here and have that openness work for you and give you a lot of wisdom if you're really at a high level of awareness with it. Or it can go the other way and it can be really, um, you can be really unhealthy with it and feel like super, just everything is coming in and you're just, you just feel like this with your emotions because you don't, there's no like focus for you. So um, I can't say like exactly what it means for your nephew, but that those are the two like sides of the coin that it could be. Um, oh, you're so welcome, Erica. Um, and I will go back. I'm going to hop off now, but I will go back and um, look through all the questions again and try to answer everything a little later. So just in closing, I want to encourage you to remember that emotional intelligence is our collective birthright. Define solar plexus. You are here to have an emotional experience. As a curious traveler, observing your unique designs wave without allowing it to create chaos. Your purpose is to provide emotional strength. And then undefined solar plexus. You are here to have an emotional experience by receiving the highs and lows without attaching yourself to the wave or amplifying chaos. Your purpose is to provide emotional wisdom. No matter what your unique design, your divine being with a divine purpose, we are all light. And thank you for being here and shining your light. Okay. Don't forget to share on social for your chance to win a free reading. Okay. Love and light. You're so welcome, everyone. Thanks for being here. Alive by design.